Good Monday morning, LFA good family. Good morning, my neighbors. There we are. We're back for another good week. Tw- 22 days till the midterms, 22 guys. days, as Jeremy Harrell says, to stop the spread of stupidity. It's coming. It's coming fast. It's coming hot and heavy. Our guy just got endorsed by the guy. Which is pretty exciting. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> our friends. Our We're friends. Meet your friends to tell so, their friends. So we can be friends. So we can be friends. Correct. Uh, we we have uh, Barack Obama. Apparently is now a right wing extremist, uh, or he's going to probably be labeled one because he's telling any, the left to stop talking about Trump. Any minute now. Any minute now. We all knew he was extreme anyway, uh, but we have that. Uh, we have a good story about Ron DeSantis who if, wants to uh, send more flights, which is what we've been saying for quite some time. So it's in, good. If you're in the Midwest, you are freezing your buns off right now. Yes, you're freezing your buns off. Actually, the whole. Lower 48, they call it. By the way, guys, did you know that when a low-pressure system comes in, that means lousy weather? Yes, low-pressure is lousy weather, high-pressure is happy weather. I figured after, uh, you know, two years of listening to your weather reports, I'd listen. Yeah, low-pressure, lousy, high-pressure, happy. That's what it is. Except in the winter, I love low-pressure because then usually you get snow. But that's a lot of fun. Um, and then you have uh, this another story. Uh, the Philadelphia fans, the worst fans in all sports. The worst fans in all sports. Including the Eagles fans, finally got one right. You know, Actually, they had mostly, it wrong. Mostly the Eagles fans. Yes. And the Bruins fans. But the Phillies. And the Sixers. Yeah. But, uh, but <laughs> the Bruins, the Flyers. Uh, it, yeah, you uh, said Bruins. Bruins. Yeah. You know what? Bruins fans suck too. Yeah, we'll take it that way. We'll go. We'll go down that route as well. Uh, but also, um, the Philly fans who boo everything—they boo a ball falling off the tee. They booed Santa Claus. Apparently, they booed him because he was drunk. You still don't boo Santa. They booed Santa Claus. Yeah, they booed Donovan McNabb because they wanted Ricky Williams. But they actually booed Jill Biden. So that's fun. We're gonna watch. That's an outkick story from our buddy Clay Travis. Out there, good guy. Uh, he's a big believer in the First Amendment, among other things. If you remember that interview from CNN, the First Amendment and what? Yes, uh, yeet. <laughs> uh, Don't get me started on that. That's right. Uh, the First Amendment and Titus Deletus. <laughs> what a great marketing, I'll tell you. Great marketing. Um, and if we get to it, this is going to be fun. We're going to have to get to it. Uh, Joe Biden who said that his sister was three years younger than him and is now 23 years younger. Uh, the man who invented true and not shop at a pressure. Uh, the one who told the girl, no serious guys till you're 30. I think she was 12 years old as he grabbed her shoulder like a creep. Uh, the one who talked about bad calf care and redufa the defit and uh, uh, build the, the collapsing and he doesn't know how old he is then fly. Now wants to f- uh, spearhead research that will dim... The sun <laughs> is a real story, uh, and you know what? That's uh, that's it. Then we'll fight in the shade. That's an interesting. That's an uh, interesting. Uh, that's an interesting. Uh, yeah, I had to go down that route. Our arrows will darken the sky. Our, your, our arrows will blot out the sun. Them will fight in the, the shade, shade. <laughs> because you'd be in jail. Uh, so I'll keep hitting the rumble button, folks. We had a good, a fun, a fun day today. It's gonna be fun. Some funny, some laughs, uh, some good things. Uh, shout out to the LFA family for being amazing as they always are. Smash that rumble button and yes. smash the rumble button. We're off to a hot start. Lee Zeldin, we'll get to him in just a minute. But first, let's start off with Barack Obama, who you know I don't like to listen to him. But it's always fun when he starts saying the things that we've been saying for a little bit of time. Oh, yeah. You know? I've said, it, I've said it for a while. You can always tell when the tides are turning, when the certain members of the left begin to turn their tides. Yes. Bill Maher being one of them. 
Now Barack Obama's another one. Yeah, Barack Obama's telling Barack. members of the Democrat Party, uh, hey guys, stop talking about Donald Trump. There's really, uh, it's really hurting us. And it's really funny because um, there's an ad that's been going around in uh, in New York about Lee Zeldin, which is tying him to Trump. And, you know, we were talking to a certain somebody who happens to be very astute at these things. And she said that, hey, you know, the ad that's tossing, that's going around tying Zeldin to Trump may actually help Zeldin because the left doesn't want to hear about that. They want to yeah. hear about crime. They want to hear about inflation. They don't want to hear that, oh, my opponent's a Trump guy. Don't vote for him. They want to know why vote for you, there was not an, why not to vote for him. There was an article in CNN that was like appalled, like pearl clutching till the end of time. Whoops. <laughs> Kenny Chesney. That's Pearl awesome. clutching to the end of time because CNN couldn't understand why people cared statistically. They cared more about the rise in the price of French fries than about the January 6th committee. That's right. And it's it turns great. out because no one cares. Yeah. It was two years ago, yeah, guys. Yeah, January 6th was, you know, it's almost Stop two years Stop trying to make point. fetch a thing. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of ridiculous. It's actually totally ridiculous. But listen to what Obama's saying. You know, Orange Man Bad has been the left's platform for like the last six years. It's well, Trump is orange, therefore he's bad. We don't believe that. We believe Orange Man good, obviously. obviously. As you guys can see from the thumbnail on the uh, yeah on the show that we on the shirt that we can't wear here because yes, because the little green leaf green. gets tricked up by the green screen. But the Orange Man good shirt thumbnail of the shirt uh, thumbnail of the show we believe OMG Orange Man good not oh. OMB Orange Man bad. Uh, so we have the we have those shirts available on loudmajority.us.com. Check it out. I know a lot of people in the LFA family have picked one up. Mm -hmm. But if you'd like an Orange Man good shirt to get excited before the midterms, go ahead and get one. Mm -hmm. Democrats are obsessed. Once they're gone, I'm not getting them back again. That's right. Democrats are obsessed with former President Trump. Not only that they are not only that they are terrified of him and the millions of supporters who stand behind him. This is an article on uh, Town Hall. Townhall.com, the great Sarah Arnold, uh, the millions of supporters who stand behind Trump, while so few follow President Joe Biden. Former President Barack Obama is warning his Democrat colleagues to stop campaigning with a focus on Trump, saying that they need to worry about more important issues that the country faces. Wow. Wow. Where were you uh, six years ago <laughs> you know, when they were talking about the border? When we were talking about the economy, bringing jobs back to the United States, stop outsourcing jobs, being America first, building the wall, you know, uh, and, and even maybe maybe building a wall in Canada between the northern border uh, and Canada, too. That'd be great. I would I would love to see us the the uh, influx of maple syrup yes. stop from the northern border. You know it's what? causing diabetes. I say we make Vermont. Maple syrup, great again. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Vermont maple syrup. Let's do that. Yeah, we'll make that their chief export. They'll run a little banana republic out of the, the state of Vermont. But uh, President Barack Obama is warning his colleagues. He's saying, "Stop talking about Trump, guys. They don't want to hear this. We know he's crazy. Look, we he's a little crazy. Look. I love Trump. I'm tired of it." You know, I'm tired of all. Oh, did you see what he said now? They're, we will never go on Truth Social. Meanwhile, they are yeah. all posting his truths all over the place. So they're you're on. There. Yeah, they're all there. Yeah, there. You know. And uh, if you're on Truth Social, at Kevin Smith. At Sean underscore Farish, as I am on Twitter and Getter as well. Uh, while speaking on the Pod Save America podcast, Obama told the hosts that his party's obsession with Trump is not what will drive voters to vote Democrat. Quote, the thing that I think sometimes we seem to make a mistake on 
is his behavior can be so outrageous, and now folks who try to copy him and his outrageous behaviors are getting a lot of attention, Obama said, referring to Make America Great Again supporters. The former president said that Democrats waste so much time and energy picking apart every little thing Trump says or does, while they should be worried about high gas prices, record inflation, and out-of-control crime. You don't say. You don't say. You know, it's kind of funny. Because we've been saying, you know, they talk about Orange Man bad this whole time. They talk about, oh, it's it's all Trump's fault. It's all Trump. Trump is going to lead us to World War III. Trump is going to lead us into nuclear war. Nope. Trump is going to cause nuclear Armageddon. Nope. Trump is going to cause the, the, the markets to crash. Nope. No, it's all the opposite. Now you have Joe Biden who's talking about nuclear Armageddon. I no more think of myself as old as I and am than fly. No serious guys, so you're 30. Where's Jackie? Is Jackie here? I didn't think and then sadly, anything. Joe Biden. Is this guy's fault that we spent $1 billion on helping AIDS? And then Joe Biden thought his son Bo died in combat. Yeah, he didn't. Which he very obviously didn't. And tragically didn't. Tragically didn't. The guy died of brain cancer. You know, died of cancer. And, and you know what? Maybe it was from what happened to him while he was over there. Mm-hmm. From those uh, those burn pits. Mm-hmm. But he was not killed combat. in combat. No, was not killed in combat. It's not. I'm not making fun of Joe for the incident. I'm, I'm, we're highlighting something that is clearly needs his, to be highlighted. His lack of brain function. Speaking of lack of brain function, as you see on the side of the screen, not you see, but you, you can see it, Kevin, John Fetterman. Uh, again, does not he disparaging own, the guy. Does he own a different hoodie? No, that's the only hoodie he's got. Not disparaging the guy for having a stroke, but I am pointing out the fact that he did have a stroke and he's not up to the task. No. If you need, and, and I think it's funny because like the Washington Post was talking about this too. If you need... Closed captioning to sit down on an interview. That's a friendly interview. We talked about this. If you need that, you are not up to the task of being a United States senator. It's just it's just that simple. You're you're it's, you're not going to be able to perform the duties, the roles, the responsibilities of a U.S. senator if you are in need of closed captioning in a friendly interview with MSNBC. Even the Washington Post is now starting to uh... yeah. Come out and go. Uh, um, we need to start. We need to start figuring things out because the Washington Post is saying that he, his campaign was talking about a different medical issue that now his records are saying aren't even in there. It was, it was complete. So they're lying about his health. We know he's not up to the task. I think that race is about to flip and is about to go heavily for Doctor Oz. I think a lot of Democrats are going to stay home there, which mm-hmm. may actually benefit Doug Mastriano. Speaking of which, I got to make a quick video for them today. Uh, the Mastriano campaign. Uh, we got to talk about a little Josh Shapiro. He's a little guy. Five foot three. Tiny. Little guy. Really weak. He's very weak. He's weaker than Sleepy Joe in a cognitive test. He's a weak guy. Um, the former president said that the Democrats waste so much time and energy picking apart everything Trump does. They shouldn't do that. Quote, Obama says here, quote, and so we join that game. And we spend enormous amounts of time and energy and resources pointing out the latest crazy thing he said. Or how rude or mean some of these Republican candidates behaved, Obama said, referencing Trump. Quote, that's probably not something that, in the minds of most voters, overrides their basic interests. Can I pay the rent? What are gas prices? How am I dealing with child care? Obama continued. Additionally, Obama admitted that some Democrat politicians are buzzkills, saying that people often have to walk on eggshells around his party's leaders. Interesting. Like like uh, Liz, uh, um, not Liz Warren, Amy Klobuchar. Yeah, well, Tim Poole talked about this on his show the other day about why so many 
uh, Gen Zers are somehow becoming Republican, that now being a Republican seems to be the counterculture. You know, we were sitting around the other day with a few uh, local kids from uh, from Long Island. They're starting the, the Nassau County Teenage GOP. Or, uh, you know, you see the rise of Turning Point USA. You see the rise of a lot of these teenage organizations where now, when I was growing up, if you wanted to be edgy and you wanted to be different, maybe you wore like a Slipknot t-shirt yeah. or a Marilyn Manson t-shirt. You know, you wore all black. Now, if you want to be edgy and you want to be... Put some, this on. You, you put that on. Put on <laughs> put on a Ben Shapiro t-shirt. Yeah. Facts don't care about your feeling shirt. Or, you know... Uh, Write a write a school paper on Candace Owens or yeah. something something like that. You know, talk about Glenn Beck in school. Conservatism is the new counterculture, and unfortunately, but it's good for us because we are getting the rebellious mm-hmm. young kids. Patriotism is the new counterculture, yes. and which is sad but good. And everyone knows that the counterculture, a generation later becomes the mainstream. Oh, yeah. So if you look at, like, hippies in the 60s, they were like, you know, all about uh, free love and, and, and smoking weed. Turns out that ended up happening. Yeah, it turns maybe out. Not, maybe not for the best. No. But now we're starting to see a lot of teenagers, what they call tradcons, traditional conservatives. Yes. So you're starting to see a lot more a lot more younger people getting married earlier. I know my uh, our generation may have screwed that up a little bit. Yeah. You know, they're getting married earlier. Maybe they're taking social issues a little bit more seriously. Maybe they're starting to get out of the idea of going to college and joining trades. But we're seeing this pop seeing up that, I saw that yesterday when we were hanging out at our Montauk rally, which was yesterday, which was phenomenal. And we have this group of kids, college-age kids. They're, you know, they're adults, but they're, you know, we call them kids because they're young. Uh, they're, they're going to school now. Some of them are. Some of them aren't. Some of them are learning trades. One of them is a commercial fisherman. Uh, one of them is uh, is learning. It's good to um, know that that kid at 18 years old is more of a man than me. He's running construction because crews, those, the other one. those commercial fishermen. A couple of them are going to school for business. They drive this Zeldin truck uh, across New York State handing out signs. I mean, they came all the way out to Montauk with us. And then by the end of the day, they had a video on their Instagram. Instagram at Zeldin.truck. Z-E-L-D-I-N dot Truck, T-R-U-C-K. Uh, you know, they have this video of them on the Tappan Zee Bridge last night. I mean, they went from Montauk to... They just keep going. And we need to reach more of those kids mm-hmm. because, folks, I mean, we're not getting any younger either. It turns out conservatism is fun. People don't want to walk on eggshells. People don't want to sit there That's what Obama and said. censor their jokes. Yep. You know, they, everyone, when you're sitting around with your friends says things you probably wouldn't say in public. Yep. The problem is now, if you're in high school, you know that if you're at a party, if you're at a, a, a lacrosse practice, you could say something that would ruin the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. And these people don't want to be, these kids don't want to be involved you in that. You know what I they mean, call that? Locker room talk. I mean, can, <laughs> I mean could, you imagine, could you imagine if there was Snapchat when, when you were... Oh, forget it. 13, it's bad 14. enough we had MySpace. Yeah. Thank God nobody goes on that. Yeah. I wouldn't... Um, you know I think it's gone now. I would be curious to see what my top eight is. No, I think it's gone now. I don't think MySpace exists anymore. Let me see. MySpace. Oh, well, look at this. Here we go. Uh, MySpace.com. Let's see what it looks. Oh, boy. Wow, MySpace looks different. It looks a lot different. It's a music thing now. Yes, a lot of people do music on MySpace as they used to do. As a matter Ooh. of fact, the uh, the band One Republic got popular solely because of MySpace. Yeah. I would be curious to see what my top eight still looks like. I don't know. I don't like, even know. If, I don't know if they purged the accounts like or anything. Like high school girlfriends and stuff? Crazy. Like, it would be wild. I'll have my Jets background on there. It was really awesome. Ah. Yeah. You got to come up with the perfect aim away message. Yeah. Oh. Chat. Here we go. If you're young enough, what was your aim profile uh, name? Oh, boy. 
That's a good one. It's still I had a, my, I had a bunch of them. I had a bunch of them, but I don't have the emails anymore. But uh, Blue Collar Punch <laughs> is jumping in on the Segway train. You know what else you shouldn't censor is that rumble button <laughs> right there in the chat. Well I agree with you, Blue Collar Punch. OFP well, Farms, well the greatest. Uh, they're they're great. Now, I can tell you what they had this magnesium bomb. Wait, I talked about so it. It's so good. They're the goat. Ones, they're the right? goat farmers from California. All right, so. Blue Collar Bunch, I've got a question because I was made aware of a thing that goats do Yeah. when they get scared. Oh, is this the, the falling thing? The fainting thing? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's pretty funny. That? <laughs> it's pretty. Goats are hilarious. They're actually pretty funny. Uh, folks, also, I'm, I'm in a pretty good mood today, even though I still kind of feel like... Oh, Ashley Garland's uh, still been on her MySpace. Another another, uh, ch- another, another bout of the... I don't know if it's China Vice, probably not the China Vice. I feel a little weird it's, today. It's, it was so cold in the office, according to everybody. I'm sitting here like, yeah, it's hot. I, look, I'm, the, I'm never cold today. It's hot it was, here. Today was rough. Yeah. Uh, but, folks, we had... Um, we had some interesting things. I don't know if we're in the real world right now. Barack Obama is talking about uh, stop going after Orange Man bad. Uh, and the Jets are 4-2 and two on October 17th. I'm not exactly sure what world I'm living in, but here we are. Quote, here's Obama again. Quote, I think we do get into trouble. Look, I used to get into trouble whenever, as you guys know, whenever I got a little too pro, uh, professorial. When I was behind the podium as opposed to when I was in a crowd, there were times where I'd get, you know, it sounds like I was given a bunch of policy gobbledygook. Obama said, adding my family, my kids, work that gives me satisfaction, having fun. Hell, not being a buzzkill. And sometimes Democrats are. Sometimes people just want to not feel as if they're walking on eggshells and they they want some acknowledgement that life is messy and that all of us at any given moment can say the things the wrong way and make mistakes. So Barack Obama coming out, telling his fellow Democrats, hey, uh, you know, stop talking about Donald Trump. You're giving him more attention than he deserves. And it's not what people want to hear about. It's and not, it's true. They're over it. I mean, how long can you? Pull blood out of the same stone, you know. It's 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 wild to think that that these news networks that they're just hitting the same. How do their people not get bored of hearing it? Yeah, it's I I don't know I don't know, and it's the same point that I think we make to Trump sometimes when you have high gas prices. And this is me being objective. I love Donald Trump, but I want to remain objective. I don't worship the guy. I'm not a golden calf. This is not a cult. All right, um, you know, but. When Donald Trump goes out and ignores the fact, not ignores the fact, but kind of uh, doesn't prioritize as much or doesn't stress the fact that the border is wide open, that there is record setting inflation, that there's crime, you know, that the price of gas is going wild, that Putin is out there invading Ukraine. Putin. What he never would have done that if I was your president, I would have picked up the phone and I would have said, Vladimir, don't you think about it. Okay, stop that. Put your troops back where they belong. And uh, we're not going to do that. You know, w- w- when when he was the president, things were a lot better for a lot of us. And it's not uh, strange of us to say that. It's a common feeling that we can all have. And we all say, maybe it's time for Donald Trump to stop talking about stolen elections and start talking about things that many voters, not just MAGA voters, want to hear about. I'm not telling you that I don't believe something happened in 2020. I think a lot of things happened with the 2020 election. Mainly, there was an issue in the mail, which we saw highlighted by 2,000 mules. But does the rest of the country want to keep hearing about something that happened two years ago? I'm not saying it's not a problem, but for the voters who 
who are in the middle, you know, who are sitting on the fence. They want to hear about how it's going, how things are going to cost less in the, in the grocery store. They're going to hear about how it's not going to hurt as badly at the gas pump. They they want to hear about how you're going to fix the border. They're going to hear about how you're going to fix crime and make the streets safer. They're not looking for Dominion voting systems and stolen elections every single day. And so, and that's that's just. That's just, you know, the, 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 the fact that I'm trying to bring to the table. I'm not saying it's not important, but it's not at what Corinne Jean-Pierre would say, top of mind top of, of the mind. everyday voter. Nope. It just isn't. And so we need to reach them as we get to the midterms. Once we gain control of Congress, once we gain control of the Senate, once we gain, again, control of the White House, it'll be two years until that happens, right? You know, once we, once we gain control there... Then we can fix those election integrity issues. But that's not the issue. When you look at polls, which I look at every single day, that's not at the top of the list here for all the voters across the country. And so I want to stress it. I want that to be something that we fix. I want safer elections. I want to be able to trust the system more than I currently do. I definitely, definitely do. But I want to be able to do that with friendly people in the House, friendly people in the Senate, and a friendly White House so we can actually make it happen mm-hmm. and not have to put up with the Paul Ryans and the Mitt Romneys of the world. I don't want to compromise with the devil here. I want to make sure that we've got the the tools and the, the committees and, the, and the, the people in place that can make this happen. And if you don't agree with me, that's okay. It's not what everybody, it's not what the entire country wants to hear about. If it was, it would be polling higher. Look at a poll. Yep. Look at a poll. Any poll. You know, but you know what? That's that's and I don't want to fall into the trap that liberals fall into where we start to focus solely on issues that don't seem to resonate with the average voter. That's right. If you're on Truth Social. You are not an average voter. You're a well-informed, well-engaged American patriot. Yeah. You're going to care about topics that the run of the mill person you see in the bagel store a doesn't know about, but B doesn't care about. Mm-hmm. All the guy at you run it. You won't run into a guy at a gas station. He doesn't know what a Dominion voting machine is. No, all he knows is that gas costs a hell of a lot more than it did two years ago. And he wants to know and, how you're going to fix and it. And he wants to know how that's going to change. That's right. He knows that his nephew was jumped on the New York City subway by some lunatic schizophrenic. He wants to know how what you're going to do to change that. So we're not saying don't focus on the niche issues. What we're saying is don't fall into the trap of liberals who focus on abortion, climate change. And orange man bad. And orange man bad when it seems like no one really cares about stuff like that. No, people don't care that Trump says crazy things on Truth Social. Like like the average voter, they may not even be on there. Most people, I didn't see, most people do not know what Truth Social is. No. Let's just look. Here we go. So there's four million people who follow Donald Trump. There's four million people who follow Donald Trump. Eighty was it? Was it seventy-seven million voted for him? Yeah. Do the math. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who are not. And you can get on it on Android app. now. So you know what? It's on Android. It's a top uh, downloaded app on Android in the Android App Store. Yeah, and you know what? The the it actually works on Android, unlike the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Which hi guys. What, that, what the Atlanta Braves don't work on Android. No, the Atlanta Braves don't work anymore because the oh, Phillies knocked them out. That's correct. So, but this KMC is a, Patriot. This is a point that we're going to keep yeah. going into. We're in a deep blue state, New York. Deep blue. It's now been rated a toss-up because the incumbent governor, unelected empress, Kathy Hochul, governor headlights, put the money in the bag. I'm a little cold today. Uh, you know, governor eyebrows. All right. Kickback Kathy, crime wave Kathy, Mm -hmm. continues to do what? She talks about abortion, the niche issue, right? All day. And she talks about how Lee Zeldin is a friend of Donald Trump. Because that's what liberals believe. Liberals believe that 
because they believe something. Right. That everyone else must believe it too. So when liberals want to say something like, there are 150 million women in this country about to lose their rights, that's rich of them mm-hmm. to assume that 150 million women all are pro-choice. Yeah. No. Actually, it's like... Forty nine fifty one. It's yeah. They're you know, and there's there's grades of pro choice. Yes, there are women who are pro choice who are horrified by late term abortion. Mm-hmm. Horrified and as he, they should be. And here in the state of New York, they use nice and they use tricky language when it comes to abortion. Healthcare. So abortion is uh, legal up to twenty four weeks, which mm-hmm. is nauseating. But unless it impacts the health of the mother, ooh. Health of the mother. Could that be a more vague? Right, because now you could say there's physical health, there's mental health. What about stress? Yeah. Stress affects your mental health. It affects the silent killer. I mean, I don't know. I don't have kids. At least I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, I'm sorry. That's bad. Yeah, I don't have kids, so... I don't know, but ladies, does uh, does uh, having a child affect your mental health in any positive and or negative way? Is it stressful out there changing a diaper for the 80th time at 4.30 in the morning when you got work at 6? I, I mean, it could be. And again, this is where we talk about the the overall you know, feeling versus what our, ju- just us on our side want to hear. Kathy Hochul knows the radical left wants to hear defund the police. They want to hear bail reform. They want to hear about abortion. They want to hear that you're going to die if Lee Zeldin becomes the governor. You know, this is the same playbook they use with COVID. This is the same playbook that they use with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. This is the same playbook that they obviously use with abortion and the same playbook that they use with Trump. And it's it's been wrong every single time. The middle of the road, independent voter wants to hear about issues that are impacting them issues that are impacting them and that is why new york new york has been rated a toss-up on real clear politics we've been following these polls forever and yes i do i don't believe that they're 100 accurate there's like i don't believe every word of weather meteorologist says on television as being 100 accurate it's like every weather model that i look at doesn't 100% accurately predict how much snowfall is going to fall in your backyard. But I do believe that polling gives you a snapshot of the electorate based off of what people said on the phone. I have taken part in, I don't know, 50, 60 polls over the last cycle. I get called nonstop, texted nonstop. nonstop. I mean, some of us haven't. It's been a while. You know, th- this is a, a, a new thing for me that I've all of a sudden started getting polled more. Maybe I hit a certain demographic that they need more respondents from, an age range that they need more respondents from. I don't know. What I do know is how these polls are conducted. They ask you a series of questions. You give them a series of answers. They record them, and they move on to the next person. The polls aren't fake. They may not be conducted properly, but they're not fake. They may not be accurate, but they are certainly very real. They're done, and, yes. and, and, and there are there is a purpose to some of them. You know, Trafalgar has a different methodology that tends to be a little more... Uh, um, Conservative leaning, friendlier to us. It's not you know, like Emerson are, doesn't. It's not like people are just sitting there, like there's like a, like a round table in a room, and they just go. All right, thousand one thousand thirty-two likely voters. Uh, uh, Hochul sixty, Zeldin forty. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that, that's not what's that's happening. A, that, that's not how that works. They may be polling people that they know are going to answer a certain way and skew it, but they're not fake polls. Okay, they're not accurate in many cases, mm. but they are certainly very real. They're not just pulled out of a hat. And this is what I'm talking about. The gaps are closing. We had a Democrat pollster, Showen Cooperman, here in New York, which polled for Bill Clinton. And polled for Michael Bloomberg, okay, showing a six point 
margin in the New York gubernatorial race with a four-point margin of error, okay? Now, if that's a Democrat pollster and it's all fake, why isn't this poll showing 17 point, a 17-point margin? Because the people they asked didn't answer in such a way that would give you a 17-point margin. Mm -hmm. This is how polling works. Now, Representative Lee's, it's the third poll in a row <coughs> with a single-digit margin, third poll. And I've been saying with Trafalgar, where they've been saying six points, two points, McLaughlin, six points, two points, where I've been saying, hey, you know, I want to see more. I want to see polls that aren't always friendly to me come out and say this. Now we've got a Democrat pollster. We had Marist come out, say eight points, right? So that the race is absolutely tightening. It's absolutely tightening. And now we're getting polls corroborating each other, showing the same thing that other polls are showing with different methodologies, which means there's a consensus forming. Yes. So now the race is turning into a toss-up. Real Clear Politics has moved it into a toss-up. This is an article in the Daily Wire. And that's, that's why we use Real Clear Politics, because all they do is tell you it's straightforward. It's just, they just tell you data. It's just data on the screen. Done. And they tell you that, yes, the Republican Party's being undersampled, and they actually adjust their average. There's the real clear politics average, which is just a straightforward aggregation of polls, and then there's the adjusted RCP average, which is basically, if they believe that the polls are undersampling a party or another, they kind of put it on a curve, mm -hmm. and they adjust the number, yeah. right? So where the average in Pennsylvania right now on Real Clear Politics is 11, they adjust it to be 5.5, because they believe it's only a 5.5-point race right now, which means that's a toss-up, too. The most recent change just comes a week comes just a week after the polling data aggregator moved the race from likely Democratic to, quote, leans Democratic. Hochul led Zeldin is by as many as 24 points, according to polling from August, which was done by Survey USA, sponsored by a TV station in Albany, so you know exactly what was going on there. Mm -hmm. And another poll in September showed the governor up by 17. That was an Emerson poll. But new data suggests the Republican candidate has remarkably made it a competitive race in deep blue New York. Quote, our race was just moved to toss-up by Real Clear News. Zeldin celebrated in a tweet on Saturday. We have just 24 days to go until we fire Kathy Hochul and save our state. It's not too late for Hochul to come out of hiding and do multiple debates with me across New York starting immediately. New York makes the second governor's race in a heavily Democratic state that has moved to toss-up in recent weeks. Last month, the Center for Politics at the University of Virginia moved its crystal ball rating for the Oregon gubernatorial race from Leans Democrat to toss-up. But it's important to note, in Oregon, there are three candidates running. In New York, there are two candidates running. Yep. And that's that's a big one. Obviously, what's happening here, New York's move to toss-up comes a week after a Trafalgar Group poll indicated that the race is neck and neck. One of the biggest reasons Hochul appears to be lagging among her own party and Zeldin is surging, uh, and, th and the reason Zeldin is surging is the growing problem of crime in the state. Remember, independent voters, run-of-the-mill voters, they don't need to hear about those issues on the extremes of each party. They want to know about the issues in their state or in their nation that are directly affecting them every Absolutely. day. Is the gas going up? Yes. Is inflation still on the rise? Yes. Are test scores on the decline? Yes. And if you're a parent, that should upset you. Crime. Is crime on the rise? Yes. In New York State, crime is out of control. Out of control. I mean, like, we, we do it every morning. We sit here, we go, okay, how many people were assaulted in New York City last night? Mm -hmm. And the, I don't mean, like, you know, a bar fight gone wrong. Uh, you no. know, I mean, in, like, odd ways. You know, vagrant pushes elderly woman in front of Subway. That's not like you're running like gang, gang violence that's going to happen. Yeah. It's not even a story. Yeah, it's just, exactly. It, it, you know, whatever.
That's unfortunate. What I'm saying, wait, I'm talking about for the course. two-year-old catches stray bullet in bathtub. Like, that's the cr- there's so much crime that we're starting to get stories that you're like, what, did I read that right? Yeah. Even like the other day, we wake up, uh, gang-related shooting outside of Governor Candidate's home. What? Yeah, well, surely. But... Yeah, <laughs> Uh, Trafalgar Group Chief Pollster Robert Cahaley told the Daily Wire last week that crime is overwhelmingly Overwhelming. the top issue for New York voters. And again, this is what I meant before when I talked about what issues are getting the most attention. When you know that an issue like crime is garnering the most attention in the race, you pay attention to that issue, even if for you, it's not the most important issue. Exactly. You may be somebody who says, you know, so-and-so about the machines. We got to fix it. That's my top priority. It may be your top priority, but the people you need to win the race want to hear something different. Mm-hmm. And so when Lee Zeldin comes out, who believes in election integrity, who wants statewide voter ID, who voted against the results of the election in Pennsylvania and Arizona in the 2020, uh, uh, on January 6th of 2021, he objected to those two states. He understands what goes on. He's one of the, the biggest allies of President Trump in, in Congress According right to Sean Spicer. According to Sean Spicer and Donald Trump, mm-hmm. who endorsed him yesterday on Truth Social. But he understands that this is New York, and people don't want to hear about that right now. They want to hear about the fact that if you rent an apartment in New York City the size of a closet and pay $5,000 a month, when you walk out of your building, you could walk into a stray bullet. And it's also the fact that when you're paying that kind of money to live in the studio apartment, you really don't want to trip over a homeless person shooting up in their feet No, in your lobby. Of course not. You know, the fact is that Right now, in a lot of these big cities, and New York is not alone. Uh, Chicago, Miami, Austin, L.A., Vegas. I'm sure it's. Every, I'm, I'm sure I missed out on a few cities. It, we have become a third world nation. I was in L.A. Oh, it's definitely a third I world was nation. In LA, I was in L.A. a couple of years ago, and we were driving down Skid Row, and I was with a buddy of mine who's totally liberal. And I said to him, "I go, look at this. I go, is this is this liberal enough for you?" Is this like, is this like it's worse just, now? Is this just live and let live for you, bro? Saw like, a video yesterday from LA. It it literally looks like you know like like the Dominican Republic. There was a, we were in Seattle. I was in Seattle for a Met game with the same guy, and we're at a bar in downtown Seattle. Beautiful neighborhood. All of a sudden, some I'm, we're talking to the bartender. Some guy ODs outside of the front door. This guy, this bartender, I swear, stopped his sentence, reached under the bar, grabbed something. Went outside, hit this guy with Narcan, came in, washed his hands, finished the sentence. Yeah. That's how normal this stuff has become. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that's not liberal. It's not progressive it's crazy. to let people live in their own filth. It's wild. And there's, there's poo trackers in San Francisco. The poo tracker, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the poo app. Yeah. So that you can let the city know where they need to come power wash your street. Yes. Yeah, but Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and we talk about public health emergencies, right? Public health. Yeah, but you're crapping in the streets of San Francisco. Yeah, it is not. It is. It is. It is not. No good for anyone. Yeah. You know, the, the, for a long time, the ACLU tried to do the right thing here, where they said you couldn't remove a homeless person's stuff from the street because it was theirs, and they went to the Supreme Court with it, and they ended up winning their case. And I can understand the the. Uh, uh, 
the reasoning behind that. These people are homeless. You know, you get to take what little they have. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that became then they started to put up their tent cities. Yep. And now it looks like the Sims in the middle of every park. It's insane. It's, it's wild. It's insane. And it's dangerous, man. It's so dangerous. We're not talking about somebody living under an underpass. We are talking about hordes. Hordes of what seems like the lowest bidder of society, mm-hmm. and nobody's going to help these people. Nobody, nobody's going to help. And you these don't people. think that disease and all that type of stuff is going to spread among that community? You know, drug-related deaths, and 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 it's just you know the plague has made a comeback. Three and a half plague. Three and a half percent of rats in Los Angeles have bubonic plague. Yeah, in them. that's great. Bubonic. We we have we have we've gone back to biblical times yeah. here. Yeah, the bubonic. What are we doing? The dark ages. <laughs> We're back in the dark ages. These are crazy, stressful times. As the read says, we have a new we have a new sponsor here, so I uh, will be able to read this. Optimum has been behaving very well this morning, so uh, a little hat tip to them. Unfortunately, I'm sure that means it's going to crash any second. But these are crazy, stressful times. So, what is your solution to relax? If you haven't tried CBD, you haven't experienced complete relaxation. CBDistillery.com has the best CBD products, including their top-rated Synergy Plus collection. No prescription needed, and it's delivered to your door. You do not need a prescription, uh, but this delivers a sense of calmness and well-being that'll make you wonder how you manage your life without it. So, little thing about CBD, there are two different types of products, and there's the rub. There's those, uh, my sister has this stuff that you rub it on your joints, and it helps. You can take it under the tongue, and it helps you relax. Then there's this product that they have here. May not appeal to everybody, but listen, it's kind of cool. What would could possibly be this effective at taking the edge off of life and deliver a level of chill you've never experienced? It's called Unwind Synergy Plus THC and CBD. It is only available from CBDistillery.com, and you must be 21 or older to order. Unwind Synergy is remarkably formulated with full-spectrum CBD and hemp-derived Delta 9 THC. Bottom line, if you could use a little peace and calm in your life, Unwind Synergy is for you. And with over 2 million customers, CB Distillery is the source you can trust. Visit cbdistillery.com and click on Synergy Plus. And at checkout, enter LFA Lima Foxtrot Alpha for 15% off. Again, enter LFA for 15% off at cbdistillery.com. That is cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. And if you're looking for products on there that don't contain THC, uh, you can find those there as well where they are THC-free and you still get all of the relaxing properties of CBD. Check them out, cbdistillery.com. And then after you guys do that, head on over to labmajorityus.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out the shop. We appreciate all you guys' support. If you guys want to watch our premium content like Amanda Collins does, yes. you can head on over to labmajority.locals.com. That's uh, every Friday morning, uh, 9.15 Eastern Standard Time. That's right yep. before we uh, we jump on to uh, the LFA family here. You guys get to see a little bit of the background stuff. Some of the people that linger around the office, like like we have a Russell. Yeah. You guys will love him because He's uh, great. if there's one thing Russell can do, it, it is remove dead airtime. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, he can talk. So head on over to loudmajority.locals.com. We appreciate it, guys. It's five bucks a month. Helps us keep the uh, the movement going out here That's in New right. York. And we really, really appreciate that. And you know what else you guys really got to be doing? Hit the rumble button. That's right. We're finishing each other's sentences like a good married couple. Yeah, this that's is it. good. That's it. I remember someone was asking in the in the, uh, in the chat here if uh, if we were married. I didn't realize that they were asking if we were married to other women. Oh. <laughs> I thought they were asking if no. we were j- conjoined, <laughs> civilly unionized. I got news for you. 
You should be so lucky. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm, a, I'm a spectacular cook. Uh, oh, and, well, this is true. The ribeyes are good. <laughs> this is very true. Um, <laughs> boo birds. Let's go to this here. The you, Eagles fans. You should be so lucky. Let, the Eagles fans <laughs> have let... Jill Biden have it. This is from Matt Reigel over on uh, Outkick. First Lady of the United States, doctor, not Surgeon General. Jill Biden was P the Philadelphia PhD Eagles. PhD Biden. She was, she was the uh, Philadelphia Eagles honorary captain ahead of their Sunday night tilt with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, she received the kind of welcome we've come to expect from the great people of Philadelphia. A thorough booing. <laughs> and no, it doesn't sound like they were saying... Boo, Iden. <laughs> there are tweets all over the place. The amount of boos Jill Biden got. Jill Biden officially got more boos than the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Eagles fans just booed Dr. Jill Biden, who was on the field for the coin toss. Those boos were promptly followed by Dallas sucks chants. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Jill Biden mercilessly booed in Philly as honorary coin toss captain. At least that's what the word was on Twitter, uh, where the birds' faithful booing prowess was the talk of the town, as is maybe to be expected. NBC only showed about 10 seconds of Biden. <laughs> Biden leading the crowd in a rendition of Fly Eagles Fly. Of course, NBC, if you remember the same network that said, hey, uh, you hear them chanting for you? They're Let, saying, let's, let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, that's right. Let's go Brandon. Thank you, NBC. You gave us a slogan that could define the next the, the, the the only four deal, years of hell that we're suffering. Then Jill Biden is Fly Eagles Fly. Yeah. It's, it's an awful song. It's terrible. Fly, Fly Eagles. Mm. I'm, I'm not singing it. <laughs> oh, Fly boy. Eagles into a mountain. Yeah, or a wind turbine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough to boo and sing at the same time. Of course, videos have been tough to find. Feel free to come up with your own reason as to why that is. So if you've, <laughs> <laughs> so if you've managed no, to track it down, fact, Outkick is great. I love that Outkick breaks like the wall. Yeah. And it's like it's like the reporter talking to you like that. I, yeah, like, I love that kind of thing. Looks good on you, though. Yeah. <laughs> you think that hat comes with a free bowl of soup. <laughs> hey, Jill, you must have been something before <laughs> You want to make like $14 the, the hard way? way? <laughs> So if you manage to track down a video, be sure to tweet it to us at Outkick or shoot them an email, Matthew.Regal, uh, R-E-I-G-L-E, at Outkick.com. It's always funny to see and hear about that. Uh, we'll go to Ron DeSantis next. He plans to ship illegal immigrants. Oh, my God. The e you know the Eagles have the best record in football? Yeah, they're undefeated. Yeah, they have not been beaten yet. They have a donut in the loss column. It's nice. DeSantis plans to ship illegal migrants off to more states, including Biden's hometown. Again, Sarah Arnold Town Hall, our second Sarah Arnold article of there the day. There is some guy in here that is just dogging me because we're, talk we're talking us because we're talking about the... M I know, there's a Philly fan. MD Norton 32. This guy is hurting here. Yeah, he's, he's a Phillies yeah. fan. Tell Vince Papali I said hello. Uh, Ron DeSantis is planning on sending more busloads of illegal immigrants to Democrat-run states as the Biden administration continues to ignore the crisis they created. A spokesperson for DeSantis said that he's getting ready to send illegal immigrants to Illinois and President Joe Biden's home state of Delaware. Roughly about 11 immigrants will be dispersed. Now, it says migrants in this article. Every time I say immigrants, they're immigrants. They're illegal immigrants. Uh, will be dispersed between the two states, which is set to begin in December. So we're two months away. Wait a minute. Time. Yeah. So Ron DeSantis is going to send these people to Chicago in yeah. December? Uh-huh. And Delaware. Merry uh, Christmas, Joe. That's pretty well. No, that's it. no. I, 
Yeah. Who wants to go to Chicago in well, December? Uh, Delaware, too, is a little cold. But I'd say, hey, you know, you're getting illegal immigrants in your stockings up there in Delaware. Congratulations. You know, it you know stops snowing in Chicago. What? It stops snowing forever in Chicago. Why? Because of Lori Lightfoot? No, because all the snowflakes get shot on their way down. That's true. That is very true. Did you see the meme of Lori Lightfoot? And she's got, like, this face on it. It says, when you tap on the fish tank. It's the, it is the funniest thing I have ever seen. It's so funny. <laughs> I, oh, I have it in my Instagram DMs. I got to show you. I put it up on my story last night, too, on Instagram. Oh, my goodness. It is so funny. Look at it right now. Let me see if I can find it. Yo, send me that. I'll put it up right now. This is the... What do you talking I'm going to see if I can put this on the screen. Hold I'm, on. I'm throwing that I'm up. I'm going to try and put this on right but, here. Look at this. Here. Can you see that? You probably can't, but that's what it is. You can see Lori Life. When you tap when? on the fish... <laughs> when you tap on the fish tank. Unbelievable. Lori Life. Oh, yeah. Yo, I everyone mean, in the chat's like very confused. Like, I, I've never seen Kevin ha Kevin's hair. Yeah. I think they want the hat back. <laughs> the old dramatic hat? Yeah, go get it. Uh, so this, Ron DeSantis said he was going to be sending them in the beginning of October, but Hurricane Ian delayed the process. However... Uh, DeSantis Communication Director Taryn Fenske, as Kevin puts his ultra MAGA hat on, told the AP that, quote, while Florida has, uh, has had all hands on deck responding to our catastrophic hurricane, the immigration relocation program, <laughs> immigration relocation program remains active. Uh, this is after he sent them up to Martha's Vineyard. We know send more flights. We're very excited. There it is. We stand with all these people. Oh, we stand with the people, except except when they land in our backyard. Then we don't stand with them anymore. Then it's time. Well, when they land in your backyard, you hand them a weed whacker because you are racist. Racist. Yes. As the Ultra MAGA hat continues. Uh, folks, before we go, I got a funny one. We're we going to do a funny thing. We, we have to talk about this because, you know, there are some things that this man does that, I mean, you, you sit back and you wonder. He used the perfect picture, too, with the freaking aviators. You sit back and you wonder. Uh, this Why, on the blaze. This is the blaze. Well, th thank you, Glenn Beck, for giving us this juicy little nugget. Joseph McKinnon on the blaze headline. This is not a drill. This is not a joke. <laughs> we are not kidding here. We are not kidding. This is something that is in the federal budget. This is something that is being looked into. If you don't believe me, I'll put it on the screen in just a second. That's not what I'm looking for. That's audacity. Good thing I didn't put that up. Uh, <laughs> this is not a drill. Biden administration coordinating research into ways to dim the sun. <laughs> it is a real thing. Here it is. If you thought I was lying, Biden administration coordinating research into ways to dim the sun. There it is. Uh, I what could know possibly what go wrong with that? I don't know what to say. I mean, what are they going to put like, like, I don't know. You, you know those uh, the things you put in like cars so they yeah, don't. Do you pull like, like a shade? Yeah, the shade goes down. The, <laughs> thank you. The shade that goes down the window in the car. They're going to like do that over the ozone layer. That? We're going to go in there. We're going to turn the switch down. We're dim the sun, man. We're going to where you install dimmer switch. When I was a little boy. I was an electrician. <laughs> oh, you were. <laughs> you, I was an electrician to my dad. Yeah. And light. Remember when he said his house got hit by lightning? Yes. And it didn't. <laughs> I just like. Do they want 
no crops to grow ever. Yeah, we're going to dim the sun. So in an effort to curb so-called global warming, it's global warming again, it's not climate change, the Biden administration is coordinating research into the feasibility and efficacy of blocking out the sun, at least partially. I have an idea. Just hoist Stacey Abrams up into the air. It'll be no problem. Mm -hmm. And I want to be very clear. Or as I call her, a hot air balloon. Let's just pretend for a second that global warming is real. Climate change is real. I want to be very clear. Scientifically speaking, global cooling is like so much worse yeah, remember ice than age? global warming. Yeah. Because it turns out you can put on more clothes. Yeah. You could. You could just layer up. Yeah. You know? On March 15th, President Joe Biden signed Congress's, quote, Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2022, signing into law, uh, providing funding for a five-year research plan to be coordinated by the White House official, uh, Office of Science and Technology. Oh, great. I just, I guess, do you know how bad it would be? If the temperature dropped on Earth, yeah, like it'd like, be so cold. Like four degrees. I'd be happy because you know, no, there would be no more oceans. They would That's just okay. be ice, ice. That's ice, ice, baby. No, because I don't, I don't want to walk to London. No, we could walk to London. It's great. The OTSP, Office of uh, Science and Technology Policy. Yeah, I say we get rid of every single organization. Yeah. That is an acronym. Yeah. Well, that's all the, of them. The, all the organizations. All of them. Yeah. If you're... No, no. The loud majority is not an acronym. Oh, well, that's not a government organization. Every organization... Neither the ACLU or the oh, We want to get rid of any algorithm, but Every, an LFA would be gone. That's no. an algorithm. It's, a, it's a, not an algorithm, an acronym, yeah. That's not good. <laughs> no, except that one. Exception to the rule. <laughs> except LFA. <laughs> the OTSP, whose deputy director for climate and environment was recently sanctioned by the National Academy of Sciences will work in concert with relevant federal agencies on its, quote, scientific assessment of solar and other rapid climate interventions in the context of near-term climate risks and hazards. Of course, it's all near-term. We don't want to worry about what's going to happen 20 years from now. No. Let's just turn the sun off. <laughs> According to the White House, the report shall include, one, the definition of goals in relevant areas of scientific research, two, Capabilities required to model, analyze, observe, and monitor atmospheric composition. Three, climate impacts and the Earth's radiation budget. And four, the coordination of federal research and investments to deliver this assessment to manage near-term climate risk and research in climate intervention. CNBC reported that the efficacy of various solar geoengineering climate interventions will be studied, including stratospheric aerosol injection. That's great. The last injection went real well, whereby aerosols sprayed into the stratosphere to block and reflect sunlight back into space wasn't that something that was like greenhouse gas weren't, weren't we supposed to stop with the aerosols yeah, we were supposed to stop with the aerosols remember they took all the they took all the stuff out of refrigerant the cfc's yeah uh, chlorofluorocarbons well with the aquanet yeah all that stuff spraying I, sulfate aerosols and other reflective substances example calcium carbonate particles isn't that what they froze Han Solo in? Yes. Oh, it's carbonite. Carbonite. Uh, aluminum dioxide. Well, I guess they that. Or diamonds. They're going to spray diamonds into the air. Diamonds are forever. That's good. It's, that seems like this is going to be a cheap program then. I just don't. It's like. 12 to 16 miles above the earth can accomplish what volcanic eruptions have otherwise achieved in the way of partially blocking sunlight and temporarily cooling global oh, mean Oh, so we are recreating volcanic. <laughs> Come on, man. Do you know... I'm, 
I don't know what's going on anymore. This administration, we're going to recreate volcanic eruptions. Those are like those are like human extinction level moments. Yes, like 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 Pompeii it says here. The for instance, the 1991 eruption of Mount Pinatubo. <laughs> that caught your attention. Reportedly brought down the global mean temperature by approximately half a degree for at least a year. According to NASA, sulfate aerosols do not absorb sunlight, but instead reflect it, reducing the amount of solar radiation that reaches the Earth's surface. Sulfate aerosols may remain in the atmosphere for several days, or as indicated by Edward Parson, a professor of environmental law at UCLA's law school, for several months. So, in order... This is what I'm getting from this. In order to combat climate change caused by emissions, we're going to emit more things. To change the climate. To change the climate. I gotta say, I don't know what to make of this. I'm gonna be honest with you. This, I know more to think about selfish being old the same than fly. This is such a bad idea, it's almost impressive. It really is. Uh, remember, I said it was going to be a, a cheap uh, uh, thing, you know, we're just spraying atomized diamonds into the sky. <laughs> Parson noted that the yearly cost of a program to cool the earth by one degree would be approximately $10 billion. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I'll compromise. Stop sending money to Ukraine, then we and can cool the course, earth. And of course, look at this. <laughs> Uh, this estimate was, cre- was, was corroborated by the Bill Gates-funded SG team at Harvard University. All roads lead As, to Bill Gates. All roads lead to... Look, if there's a bad idea in the world... Bill Gates somewhere, has something to do with it. I was say, somewhere behind it, there's, there's a degree from Harvard. Yeah, of course. And you know what's so funny? You know, Bill Gates, Microsoft, he wanted to chime in about COVID, about fighting a virus. Listen, man, Microsoft gets a lot of viruses. You better work on your own thing before yeah. you start worrying about what I'm putting oh, into my what a, body. What a great. I would love to say that. I'd be like, you seem very concerned about viruses and how to stop them, but you couldn't stop it from happening on Windows. Yeah. I mean, now it's the most virus-plagued operating system in the world. Last year, the National Endemicus of... What? I have Windows. Yeah, we all got Windows. Oh. Unless you have a Mac or you're running Linux on your computer, you got Windows. Oh. You know what I don't have? Mm. People hitting that rumble button. Oh, we where, do we where are we at right now? Four. Nice! We hit it. 400 rumbles. Boom. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. So, they're trying... To turn off the sun. They're trying to cool the earth. Uh, they are trying to once again play God. We know that doesn't work. What could possibly go wrong with spraying stuff into the atmosphere to make it colder? If you don't think that is going to cause like a new form of cancer. Oh, I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, because, you know, in, inhaling atomized diamonds is a great thing to do. I, I always say about emissions, selfishly, I don't want to breathe that stuff in. I'm all Jesus. about cutting it, but there's no reason why, oh geez, there's no reason why uh, we should be doing this 10 to 15 miles over the earth, expecting nothing to go wrong when, let's be honest, it's going to go horribly wrong. Leave the earth alone. Leave it alone. It's, it, it, this is just $10 billion is getting funneled into some new program. If it, if it does come to fruition, it's all going to come back to bite us if we're lucky to get that far. And on that note, we are, yeah, on that note, we are uh, ready to rock and roll for today. Uh, We're going to head out. 
uh, at the end of this one. Please hit the rumble button on the way out. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. 432 here on Live Time. Thank you so much uh, for watching and for listening. And uh, you can catch us same time, same place tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. here, rumble.com slash LFA TV. Uh, we will also be... I'll have my hat back on. Tomorrow. You'll have the hat back on. We'll also be back Wednesday morning on our Rumble channel, rumble.com slash loudmajorityus. Please Loud head Majority. on over there, subscribe, guys. We, yep. we're, we are tipping into big numbers up there. We're getting close. Loudmajorityus.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out our shop. Pick up that Orange Man good shirt. We are now at the front, at the tip of the spear of turning New York red. 22 days to go. Three weeks from tomorrow. We have midterms coming up. Everybody who's in this chat in any state that you live in, anywhere, do everything possible whatever you're willing to do not once not twice do it three times do it four times get your friends involved start joining hands start growing your numbers start growing the network keep getting the message mm -hmm. out 22 days to go 450 we got to bring this bad boy home the midterms are right around the corner and we're yep. going to see new york go red we've been talking about it for years what, and it's going to happen what this year. are you willing to do guys that's it it's it's a republic if you can keep it that's it that's the great Ben Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. Thank you so much, folks. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., rumble.com slash LFA TV. Remember to hit the rumble button on the way out and to jump on a brand new stream for Jeremy Harrell's Live from America at 11 a.m. We'll see you then. Thank you so much, LFA family. Uh, stop complying with any unlawful mandates and madness if you still live in a state with unlawful mandates and madness. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, stay loud.